Don't switch the dial. I said, do not switch the dial. This is a test of the TV Corporation on radio with Kali. Yes, 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 yes. Greetings and welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you. So if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, you can send me a message at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at polyrical. And you can check out the website polyrical.com where you'll find all the back episodes. You'll also find links to make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free 
and independent. That first track was Thievery Corporation from the album Radio Retaliation. That was the title track featuring Sleep Wonder. Here is La Santa Cecilia off the album Someday New. This is Ice El Hielo. Pasando el trapo sobre la mesa y está cuidando que todo brille como una perla. Cuando llegue la patrona que no se vuelva a quejar, no sea cosa que la acuse de ilegal. Si atiende los jardines parecen de Disneyland Maneja una troca vieja sin la licencia No importa si fue taxista allá en su tierra natal Eso no cuenta para el tío Sam Se sabe cuando nos va Eso pasa por salir 
se queda ya de su pasa por salir a trabajar. And that'll bring us to our topic of the episode. The topic of the episode for this episode is coal miners, but it's a much broader and maybe uh, finer topic than coal miners in general. Um, it's really more about labor. It's more about uh, standing up for the worker. It is more about unionizing or working together um, to get what you've earned. It's about employee boss relations. It's about what you, how Utah Phillips described it as a giving your mind away to somebody else for eight hours a day and expecting to get it intact when you're done. And it's about what happens when those bosses, when those corporations abandon their workers. And this article that illustrates this issue, once again, an issue that's mo much broader than the specifics here, is uh, published by Common Dreams, commondreams.org and written by Julia Conley. As of Wednesday, coal miners in Cumberland, Kentucky are now 23 days into a train blockade that they say will go on until their former company pays them. The miners suddenly lost their jobs in the middle of a shift on July 1 when their company, Black Jewel, announced it had gone bankrupt. The company wrote two weeks worth of bad checks for a total of 1,700 coal miners, including 350 people in Harlan County, Kentucky. The company owes a total of $5 million to its former employees, about $3,000 per person. Quote, it's no different from robbing a bank, miner Jeffrey Willig told the New York Times this week. The miners' outrage deepened on July 29 when the company attempted to send a $1 million coal shipment to their clients via train. Several miners and their families organized a blockade, holding signs reading, No pay, we stay, and camping out on the train tracks. Quote, We mined the coal, and company says they don't have money to operate, one miner Josh Holbrook told Sarah Lazare of In These Times earlier this month. But they're selling the coal, and they can't pay us. I see us blockading the trains until we get paid. And that is the kind of direct action that is often needed in the adversarial uh, relationship between the boss and the worker. Here is Matt Poling with the single Coal. Before the sun comes up each day Come home black as the ace of spades A fire while light and a look of strife 
Down in the belly of a cold, dark mine where you can't run and you can't hide. Some folks know what I mean, but most don't know a damn thing because they don't got sludge in their blood, black dust in their lungs. They don't know how hard it burns, just how deep it runs. They never crawled a shell, or had it quite so rough, cause they ain't cold, they ain't as cold as us. If I had the money, I'd get out. Laid off more times than I can count I never know when it's gonna end See the pawn shop guys More than my best friends They know my name They don't know where I've been Cause they don't got sludge in their blood Or black dust in their lungs they don't know how hot it burns, just how deep it runs. And never crawled a shell, or had it quite so rough. Cause they ain't cold, and they ain't as cold as us. It ain't like we just packed up, we didn't quit, the jobs quit us. But you won't see that on the news tonight Cause they don't got sludge in their blood Like dust in their lungs They don't know how hot it burns Or just how deep it runs They never crawled a shack like we have Or had it quite so rough Cause they ain't cold And they ain't as cold as us Oh, they ain't cold And they ain't as cold as us
out shoes and worn out miners, blackened lungs and faces pale. Keep your hands upon your wages and your eye upon the scale. Union miners stand together, do not heed the cobalt's tales. Keep your hands upon your President Donald Trump halted the coal shipment on August 5, a week into the blockade, using a Labor Department measure known as, quote, hot goods, which freezes the movement of goods produced by workers who have not been paid. One miner, Colin Cornett, spoke with The Hill's online talk show, Rising, about the blockade. The salary Black Jewel CEO, Jeff Hoops, paid himself while leaving workers without their wages, and miners' message for the president three weeks into the protest. Quote, we appreciate what he's done so far, but at the end of the day, we're still sitting here almost two months out without a payday, Cornette said. It's not right. There's something that you can do about it. Other recent actions by the president and other top Republicans have crystallized the fact that coal CEOs, not workers, are their top priority within the industry, that the GOP insists must continue to operate despite mounting evidence that it's contribu contributing to the climate crisis. A day after dozens of retired coal miners visited Capitol Hill to call on lawmakers to save their pensions, only to be dismissed by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who represents thousands of Kentucky coal miners in the Senate, the president traveled to the state for a fundraiser held by Robert Murray, CEO of Murray Energy Corporation and a loyal Trump supporter. As a mine owner, Murray is one of the wealthy executives who make up a fifth of Trump's donor base. McConnell also blocked a measure protecting miners' pensions earlier this year. Quote, We've worked years in the coal mines. The pension was promised to us, Tom Phillips, a miner who voted for Trump in 2016, told NBC News on Wednesday. I'm kind of up in the air regarding whether he'd vote to re-elect the president in 2020, Philip added. And in these times, Lazar wrote that the blockade, quote, underscores the need for a just transition in which a much-needed shift away from coal, oil, and gas-powered energy towards renewable sources would be paired with economic support and vocational training for the 1.1 million Americans who work in the fossil fuel sector as progressives push 
for a Green New Deal. Holbrook told Lazar that progressive lawmakers, Democratic presidential candidates, and workers in the pollution-causing industries must work alongside one another to ensure that both the environment and working families are protected. Quote, Come to where we live. Come to a small town and tell people how it's affecting the environment and how we can change it, Holbrook said. If stopping coal mining is how we can change it, then bring jobs in. As the coal industry declines, it's becoming increasingly clear that a just transition is not a far-off goalpost. People are losing their jobs now, wrote Lazar. If climate campaigners are serious about building trust with workers and ensuring they lead a just transition away from the fossil fuel economy, now is the time to engage with coal miners' struggles to survive a transition they did not choose. And those companies, like a lot of others, leave their employees high and dry while lavishly paying their executives and paying those robber baron industries, those vulture capitalists, they're, they're sometimes called venture capitalists, but they're vulture capitalists that come in and invest in companies that are on the skids and then force them into austerity-like uh, cost-cutting measures to enrich the investors, not to preserve and protect the workers or the payments owed to them. Here is Chumbawamba from English Rebel Songs, 1381 to 1914. This is coal, not dole. It stands so proud, a wheel so still, a ghost-like figure on the hill. It seems so strange, there is no sound. Now there are no men underground. What will become of this pit yard where men once trampled faces hard? So tired and weary, their shit's done, never having seen the sun. There'll always be a happy hour. For those with money, jobs, and power, they'll never realize the hurt they cause to men they treat like dirt. Will it become a sacred ground? Foreign tourists gazing round, asking if men once worked here way beneath this pithead gear. Empty trucks once filled with coal lined up like men on the dole. Will they ever be used again or left for scrap just like the men? There'll always be a happy hour for those with money, jobs, and power. They'll never realize the hurt they cause to men they treat like dirt. 
When I was a curly-headed baby Daddy sat me down upon his knee Saying, son, you go to school and learn your lessons Don't become no dusty minor boy like me Was born and raised in the mouth of the Hazard Harbor With the cold cars rolling and rumbling past my door now they stand in a rusty row of empty Garcielle and men Don't stop here anymore Used to think my daddy was a black man Scripts enough to buy the company store Now he goes to town with empty pockets And his face is white as February snow Was born and raised in the mouth of the Hazard Hollow Cold cars roaring and rumbling past my door they stand in a rusty row of empties Garciel and then Don't stop here anymore Never thought I'd learn to love that cold us Never thought I'd yearn to hear those tipples roar But how I wish the grass would turn to money And those greenbacks fill my pockets up once more Was born and raised in the mouth of the Hazard Harbor Cars roaring and rumbling past my door. Now they stand in a rusty row of empties. Garciel and then don't stop here anymore. Last night I dreamed I went down to the office To get my paycheck like I'd done before Those kudzu vines were covering up the doorway There was grease and weeds going right up through the floor I was born and raised in the mouth of the Hazard Harbor Cars roaring and rumbling past my door. Now they stand in a rusty row of empties. Garciel and then don't stop here anymore.
And that was Billy Bragg and Joe Henry from their album Shine a Light, Field Recordings from the Great American Railroad. That was the LNN Don't Stop Here Anymore, a track I first remember hearing as sung by Michelle Shocked. I think that was on her album Short Sharp Shocked. Here is Steve Earle from the album <clears throat> Just an American Boy, the audio documentary with Pennsylvania Miners. Back uh, late year before last and, and early last year when we were, uh, we were getting like, it seemed like we were getting nothing but bad news for a while there. Some of the first good news I remember was about nine coal miners that went down in a mine in Pennsylvania and they flooded out. And uh, part of the mine they were working in filled up with water and it uh, looked like uh, it was gonna go bad for them. But it didn't turn out that way and we all watched Stone TV while all nine of them came back up alive. And, and that is good news. But I think it's really important to, to note that CNN had fucking nothing to do with it. Um, In my estimation, it probably had more to do with God and thousands of members of the United Mine Workers that came before those guys, stood out on the picket lines, got their heads stoved in, because without those guys, nobody would have ever come up with a machine to keep them breathing, and nobody would have ever come up with a machine to bring them back up. And this is called Harlan Man. And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Taina Asili. Taina Asili is a New York-based Puerto Rican singer, songwriter, band leader, and activist, carrying on the tradition of her ancestors, fusing past and present struggles into one soulful and defiant voice. Her newest artistic work is an energetic fusion of powerful vocals laid over Afro-Latin reggae and rock sounds. Residing in Albany, New York, Taina Asili performs her social justice songs as a solo artist and also with her dynamic eight-piece band, bringing love, resistance, and ancestral remembrance to venues, festivals, conferences, and political events across the globe. Taina Asili's voice exudes strength of spirit, filling listeners with the fervor for freedom and inspiring audiences to dance to the rhythm of rebellion. Her story. Taina Asili's eclectic music history begins in the Puerto Rican home of her childhood in upstate New York. Her father was a Latin jazz conductor, vocalist, and conga player, and her mother was an Afro-Caribbean dancer. Taina was strongly influenced by the music which surrounded her childhood. Growing up, Taina and her sister Ayana who was also a professional musician, would sing doo-wop with their father for family gatherings and weddings. In Binghamton, New York, her hometown, she began studying European classical voice at the age of 14 under the tutelage of Alma Mora, a Peruvian opera singer who became Taina's vocal mentor for the next six years. In her teenage years, Taina's heart also found punk rock, and for eight years, she wrote and sang songs of rage and resistance with the band Anti-Product. The band gained underground popularity in the punk scene, known for their potent social justice, feminist lyrics, and powerhouse performance. They toured the country several times, putting out four albums, which were distributed internationally. 
Throughout her career, Taina performed and recorded soulful backup and collaboration vocals for numerous, including numerous bands, including the popular upstate New York jam band Yoke, Puerto Rican punk band Reconstruction, and hip hop rock band Broadcast Live. Taina's artistic work is always infused by her activism. She is a co-founder for the New York State Prisoner Justice Network, as well as the Arts in Action Committee of Capital Area Against Mass Incarceration. She is also a board member of the renowned Farm and Food Justice Institute, Soul Fire Farm. Above all else, however, Taina Asili's main revolutionary and artistic work involves raising her two children who are her best artistic inspiration. And that was part of the bio of Taina Asili from her website at tainaasili.com. Here is Taina Asili y la banda rebelled with freedom from the compilation album Hugs for Chelsea, a benefit for Chelsea Manning.
Come at me again and I will take you down. I 
And that track was Even If from the latest album, Resiliencia. And here's an excerpt from an interview that was published in The Key. That is at thekey.xpn.org. And this was conducted by Alex Smith. And this is Taina Asili answering. I see my work, including my art and activism, as a continuation, a legacy of resistance and resilience. If I look back to my Puerto Rican roots, I see that we have used art, music, poetry, dance, and drawings as powerful tools of resistance from the oppression that we have endured as African and Taino people. Folkloric traditions such as Boomba were used as a way to reclaim our humanity in the face of inhumanity, and we were all, and were also used as an important time to organize slave revolts. As centuries pass, we see these artistic traditions of resistance manifest into new art forms like Noyorican poetry, Latin jazz, salsa, and hip-hop. But our ancient wisdom holds strong and is still so relevant. When I went to Puerto Rico just four months after Hurricane Maria, at a time when there was still little access to electricity and running water, I witnessed people still practice our Bumba Puerto Puerto Ricania as a powerful tool to heal from that traumatic experience. My work seeks to reach back to that ancestral knowledge in a way, in any way I can, while simultaneously offering the knowledge that myself and others in my community have gathered for today and offer this legacy for our future. And the question you're a punk rocker from the opening title track and its intricate Kumbaya-inspired intro that turns into a hard rock rager to your time in legendary crust punk band Anti-Product. It seems heavy rock is still a part of you. How does or did the punk movement inform what you do today? I will always love punk rock and being an Anti-Product was an important experience in my life. I became involved in a lot of the activism I am involved in today through the punk scene. And I learned how to be an independent artist while simultaneously building community support and exchange. And musically, I learned the power comes from screaming my truth on a mic. But those years in the punk scene were also a painful time for me as a queer woman of color in the scene, trying to be seen. Like many other queer and, and or people of color I knew in the scene, I often felt a constant pressure to cut out pieces of my identity in order to fit in or face the consequences. Of course, there were many exceptions to that. There were safe havens of queer POC punks in, and bands, particularly in New York City and on the West Coast, with whom I felt a sense of refuge and visibility. However, I made a choice in the early 2000s to take space from that scene in order to figure out how to make art in a way that was more authentic to who I am. Today, I really don't care much about genres or scenes. The music I make is shared in whatever way spirit calls me to do so. And in this way, I feel truly free. And here with another track from Resiliencia, this is Plant the Seed. This is my declaration to be fully alive, fully 
This is my reclamation of my ancestral, ancestral wisdom. The earth, it saved it for me. And I
rounding out our set of Taina Asili tracks that was And We Walk by Taina Asili Ila Banda Rebelled from the album Fruit of Hope. Here is Climbing Poetry from the album Intrinsic. This is We Survived featuring Jasmine Burrams and King Oswad.
And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can uh, reach out to me, send me an email at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at polyrical. And you can check out all the past episodes on polyrical.com. You can also hear me record this podcast live on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash unrelated things. Here is Ryan Harvey from the album The Violence of War. This is What Did You Learn on the News. Thanks for listening. What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? I learned the nation's on heightened alert, and we better be careful or we might get hurt. There's terrorists and criminals crawling around, so they're putting up cameras all over town. That's what I learned on the news today, that's what I learned on the news. And what did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? I learned we liberated Iraq, we found Saddam and we kicked his ass, though I heard in the 80s we sold him gas. They said, don't worry, that's in the past. That's what I learned on the news today, that's what I learned on the news. And what did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? I learned Iraq is just a bunch of tribes, nomadic and uncivilized. They tried to burn the oil wells, we have to save them from themselves. That's what I learned on the news today, that's what I learned on the news. What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? What did you learn on the news today, American drone of mine? I learned this group is trying to kill that group, and it's not related to the U.S. troops. Sonny's and Shias just can't be friends, though they didn't start fighting till the war began. And that's what I learned on the news today, that's what I learned on the news. And what did you learn on the news today, American?